The Carolina Hurricanes lost yet another game last night against the New York Islanders in overtime. Find out what went wrong and what they need to do to get back on the right track in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Friday afternoon. And today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Now, last night, the Carolina Hurricanes lost in overtime to the New York Islanders 5-4. to And... Obviously, I know the show hasn't been around uh, as much lately, um, you know, just with stuff going on. But the Hurricanes have been pretty inconsistent, in my opinion, as as of late. And, you know, it's on one hand with this game last night. Yes, they were able to force overtime, you know, get a point in the standings, which is Really good because we've seen the opposite of that. We've seen some pretty ugly games uh, over the past few weeks, and you know, really just not looking like the team that was the favorite to win the Stanley Cup heading heading into the season. They they didn't look like that uh, last night. You know, it was again they were able to force overtime, get a point, which which is good. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not because that's not the case. In the slightest, um, you know, I'm always going to be happy when they're able to do something like that. But when you get the stereotypical thing of, you know, the Hurricanes, you know, out shooting the mess out of their opponent shots on goal final where uh, the Hurricanes 43 and the Islanders 16. You got a problem then. Uh, I mean, a couple weeks ago uh, a few games ago auntie ranta you know had one of the worst performances uh in nhl history uh, i believe it was against the lightning where it was really really ugly and i don't want to blame this on the goaltending because it's not all on them it's not because we've seen several times this season where Pyotr Kochekov, Antti Ranta, or Frederick Anderson, when he was healthy, they really bailed this team out. Uh, but it's getting to the point where they can only do but so much. And, you know, you look at, you know, the guys out on the ice, you know, just mistakes that are being made. Like, you just can't keep doing that. And I think that it was a better performance than they had. Uh, you know, they had just won, you know, two straight, you know, beating Philly uh, 4-1, uh, beating Columbus 3-2. Uh, so, you know, there, 
they had a little they had a little bit of momentum behind them, which was really good, especially after that Philly game the other day. And there's still positives there with the team. They still have what it takes to win. And it's just the consistency of it all that's really failing them. And it's it is only December. It's December 1st right now. So, you know, there's still time, you know, for them to work through these issues, get this stuff taken care of. And, you know, I remember, you know, a while back, it, it was like mid-November, you know, Jordan Stahl, you know, was saying how, you know, guys weren't buying in. And I think that still may be a bit of a problem for the team. I, I really, really do think that, uh, you know, who it is, I don't know. Uh but I do think that 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 may still be a little bit of a problem of guys just not buying into what the Hurricanes are doing. And it's getting better. And I think it will continue to improve as the game or as the season goes on. But, you know, you look at, you know, last night again, you know, I mentioned the shots on goal. We're going to talk about, you know, by period, first period, 12 to 7, uh, 15 to 3 in the second. 15 to four in the third uh, Islanders, you know, did uh, win in overtime, you know, two to one, but at the end of the day, like they've got to get these mistakes under control. You know, you look at uh power play, you know, hurricanes yet again, did not convert on the power play. They went over three uh, last night and then the Islanders went one for four on the power play. And, I remember, oh God, when was it? I want to say it was a little towards the end of the game where Jordan Stahl, you know, took a pretty, um, pretty costly one. And I think that they need to just stick to their game. Like, it, we're going to get into this here in a second, but they're trying to do too much. Um, they're being, quote unquote, too cute. Uh, and, you know, that's obviously, you know, of Rod Brennamore saying there, but you, know, you look at this stuff like, come on guys. And it's such, I mean, given it's one thing for me to sit here and say, I don't play for the team. You don't play for the, none of us play for an NHL team. All right. It's going to, it's a lot easier for us to sit here and say, Oh, they need to do this. They need to do that. Uh, we're not out on the ice doing that, but it does feel like, you know, just some of these costly mistakes and the inconsistency is really, really plaguing this team. And the, you know, the Islanders, you know, kudos to them. I mean, the hurricanes had that many shots on goal and the Islanders were able to come away with the win. Kudos to them on, on that and their goaltender. Uh, yeah. That's obviously you know good performance for them. You know, to be able to squeak out that win, but <sighs> It's kind of stereotypical Canes hockey. I've said this many times of, you know, it, sometimes it feels like, you know, they're shooting to shoot, not shooting to score. So if, and yeah, you know, you need to get the pucks on the net, uh, create that pressure, which is good. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, that logo uh, on, on the front of the goalie's jersey is not a target. 
And, you know, sometimes it does feel like that's what they're doing. But again, you know, kudos you know, to the Islanders, you know, for able to get out that win. Uh, but in the Islanders, they were also extremely opportunistic. Uh, and, you know, you look at, uh, I have the Hurricanes recap here uh, up on my other screen. And, you know, right here, you know, uh, I'm going to quote this here, you know, quote, perhaps no stanza told the story better than the second period where the Islanders didn't even record a shot attempt through the first 15 minutes. However, they scored twice on three shots in the final four minutes and one second of the frame, end quote. And it's just stuff like that. Like, you're doing so well. And, yeah, obviously stuff is going to happen. You know, it's professional sports. You know, whether we're talking hockey, basketball, baseball, football, soccer, whatever. Stuff like that is going to happen. That's just name of the game. It's going to happen. But, you know, it's it, it's pretty darn frustrating. Uh, and I think they know it's frustrating. You can kind of tell that they're starting to get a little frustrated. But, again, I mentioned, you know, mistakes being uh, an uh problem you know for the hurricanes uh but before we go you know i just happened to scroll a little bit this um this uh stat here you know that walt ruff posted on twitter uh islanders in the third period uh minus 52 shot differential ranked 31st in the nhl 13 goals scored in the third period uh 31st in the nhl goal differential of minus uh 15 30th NHL and they're one of five teams without a third period comeback win or at the time that they, they, they were so man you know I think that you know the Hurricanes they they have it and they have what it takes to win it's just a matter of getting all the puzzle pieces to fit together if they can do that I think they'll be okay because again like you know I said at the beginning of the episode with this game they were able to force overtime and get at least get a point. I know, yeah, a loss is a loss and it sucks. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, it, again, it sucks, but they're able to get something out of it. And, you know, you look at, you know, the third period where Jack Drew was finally able to get a goal and, you know, they fought back. They did. They fought through their mistakes and everything they were doing. And you know, the the Islanders, you know, they were looking like they were gonna win the game 4-3 in regulation. Hurricanes weren't even gonna point, but Sebastian Ajo was able to tie the game with three seconds left. At the time we thought it was Jordan Stahl, but ended up being Sebastian Ajo, which is great. And it's stuff like that that makes me think, all right. Yeah, there, there's still something here. It's not a complete and total train wreck or anything. You know, they're not going to be in line for, you know, the draft lottery and you know, to get the first overall pick or anything like that. It's not going to be the case. They still have what it takes to be a playoff team. They do, and I think that they can. They can still get there. I think again, just the mistakes. They got to get that stuff under control. But we'll talk more about uh, mistakes and what uh, Brenda Moore, Jarvis, and Stahl had to say after the game, right after this quick break, folks. 
Now, folks, as the weather gets colder, the NFL season is heating up and the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. So right now, new customers get $150 in bonus met bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on in on the action than now. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And of course, you know, you also still have you know, NHL season going on right now. NBA season's going on right now. You're not limited to just the NFL either. So if you want to bet on the Hurricanes, if you want to bet on your favorite NBA team, if you want to bet on your favorite NFL team, FanDuel has you covered. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, getting back into you know, the Hurricanes, I talked about you know mistakes uh, costing the Canes, and you know, it's just like little things that you know they typically don't do, and they're just in like a rough stretch right now. We've seen it in years past. Uh, sometimes it feels like around this time of the year, November, December, is when they kind of had some struggles and. You know, I'm trying not to look too much into it of, oh, you know, season's over, you know, time to, you know, just have a fire sale at the trade deadline. No, that's not the case. And though I do think that they do need to make some moves, they obviously did the one that a lot of folks were uh, talking about of scratching D'Angelo and putting Jalen Chatfield back in the lineup. And I do think that that was uh, the smart move. Uh, because you know, you look at just the defense as a whole when Chatfield is out there compared to D'Angelo, it it does seem better. So I think they, they need to stick with that uh first and foremost. Don't go back to making that mistake. Yeah, you know, that was obviously you know, causing a whole lot of controversy you know, uh among the fan base and folks that cover the, and cover the team. You know, it's just you have know, a lot of butting heads, but it does feel like hey, this was the right move, benching D'Angelo and putting Chatfield back in the lineup. I think that that was the correct move there, and I think that's how they need to continue to roll with it. Um, but I do feel that, you know, the mistakes that they've been making, again, you know, just going back to, you know, careless penalties, like, come the heck on, guys. Uh, you can't be doing that. And, you know, you look at, um, you know, the third period uh, of... You know, the Hurricanes took three there. Obviously, the one uh, was an unsuccessful challenge, um, which is a bit of a questionable challenge. Uh, you know, watching the game, like, eh, should they have challenged that? I don't know. Um, I don't get paid the big bucks for that. So, you know, my opinion is you know, not worth as much as Brenda Moore's uh, coaching staff there. But, yeah, it, does, it did seem like a bit of a... Um, you know, questionable penalty, but then you know, you have that two minute, too many men on the ice penalty late in the th or kind of not late, but also not midway either. Is about 13, a little over 13 minutes into the third, you know, and just stuff like that. <clears throat> you know, just come on, you know, they're better than that. And you know, I think that uh, they'll get it put together, they will. And 
you know, Jordan saw, you know, he had a really good game as well. Goal and assist. You know, we thought that that Sebastian Ajo goal at the end was stalls. Again, ended up being Ajo's, but you don't have that without him either. So there's stuff there for them, you know, to work on, but just the defensive lapses, uh, giving, you know, other teams opportunities, you know, and the other team also taking advantage of the opportunities uh, that they are being given. The Hurricanes got to, they got to tighten up. They, they really have got to tighten up their game. And I think that's the biggest thing they need to work on. They got to tighten up their game. If they can do that, I think they'll be all right. But if they continue to play loose, trying to be quote unquote too cute, then we're going to have uh, a problem, you know, going down the stretch, you know, our, you know, where it may not be, oh, they're, you know, going to be a, you know, Metro, you know, one seed again. You know, they may be fighting for a wild card spot, you know, if they continue to be as inconsistent as they are. But I did say I wanted to talk about, um, you know, what, uh, you know, about what Brendan Moore Jarvis and Stahl said. Again, you know, they did play well uh, for the most part, but at the end of the day, you know, I do want to talk about, you know, Seth Jarvis, uh, what he had to say, because I think it says a lot about him and how he's growing and maturing as a player and adult. Uh, you know, he took the blame for the loss. He said, quote, I screwed us pretty bad. The power play goal that New York scored shorthanded is on me. Uh, I know I've got to make the play there. I just didn't think and made it too easy on them. Then in overtime, Fishy makes a great pass, and nine times out of ten, that's a shot. I know it's a shot. It's an elementary school play that you shoot that every time. I tried to make the extra play and be a little too cute, and it screwed us in the end, end quote. How many times have we said that? They tried to do too much, and it screws them. I like that they're taking the he's taking the accountability for it. Uh, I really, really do. I just hope that they learn from it. That that that's I think that that's going to be a good learning experience for Seth Jarvis heading into the next game and the rest of the season. Really, like, hey, just keep it simple. You know, you don't have to. You know have these highlight real plays and stuff like that. No, just scoring the goal is a highlight real play in and of itself. So, you know, I, I like that he's taking the accountability there that, hey, he screwed up and it cost him the game. Again, yeah, they're able to get a point. It's fantastic. But, yeah, like, he said it. Him trying to be too cute cost him. And then, again, like I said earlier, the defensive lapses that we've been talking about this season, you know, how they were able to score you know, that shorthanded. And, you know, it, it, it's frustrating to give those up. And you kind of know how the other teams feel uh, when the Hurricanes are scoring shorthanded together because the Hurricanes typically are a good shorthanded team. and. You know, so the fact that we're experiencing that, like, hey, come on, you know, tighten again, tightening up defensively. 
is going to be key here for the Hurricanes moving forward throughout the rest of the season. If they can do that, they'll be all right. I do think things will come together offensively. Uh, I think right now it's there, and we do see it. You know, again, you, know, you look at last night, you know, Jack Drew you know, finally able to get in his first goal of, of the season, getting that monkey off his back. You know, it's fetch in the previous game uh, before this one against uh, Philly, you know, being, or, or was it Columbus? Well, it was one of those two games. It, it was the Columbus one because he didn't play against Philly. Uh, you know, getting you know, his first goal, getting that monkey off his back. I feel like guys are going to need to get some of these confidence building goals, confidence building plays. I feel they're going to need to get a few of these. And that's obviously not something that's just going to happen in the next game against Buffalo. It's going to take a little bit for them to build that confidence uh, in themselves. And I do think, hey, these guys getting these monkeys off the back is going to be big for that. Uh, but again, you know, it's not that you know they played you know god awful. Brendan Moore said uh, in on if there's some current concern over losing a second game in a week despite allowing less than twenty shots in both, he said, "quote." That was one of the better games that we played all year. We're not going to play much better than that. The goalies know it. It's tough. We're going to give up some chances. They know that everybody needs to be better. But I love the way that we played. Every part of the game was solid. Everybody was solid. Everyone did their job. We had a ton of scoring opportunities, three or four goal posts, and we still scored four we limited what they're doing and quote. And yeah, he is right. They did limit what the Islanders were doing and he's right. They are going to give up some chances. That's going to happen in every game. All right. Or, or almost every game, every now and again, you know, you'll get one where you get a shoot or a shutout. Um, but I don't know if it was one of the better games of the season. I don't know if it was, uh, I, I, I liked the fight in it. Uh, and and how they're able to fight back, you know, get you know that goal in the last you know a couple seconds, you know, get the overtime, and yeah, I, I but I don't know if it was one of their better games of the season. I, I really don't. Uh, you know, it was it was very frustrating. You know, just the mistakes that they're making, like you can't be doing that. And you know, uh, again, you know, I appreciate you know, Seth Jarvis. Um, you know, taking uh, the blame for this stuff. But I honestly, you know, agree more with Jordan Stahl here. Uh, you know, he you know offered his thoughts on the defeat saying, quote, I thought we played pretty well. Special teams kind of let us down again, both sides. I thought our five on five play was good. We hit a couple posts and had a couple of other great chances. It was a good game, but we came up short by one end quote. Yeah, special teams let you down again and it's getting frustrating talking about the special teams letting him down because it feels like it's just you know we've been you know five seasons doing the show now and it's been an issue every single season in one way or another you know oh, well most of the time it's been the power play has been crap and the penalty kill has been really good but Penalty kill hasn't been living up to expectations this year either uh, for me. Yeah. And 
and power plays yet again just just piddling around you know doing you know whatever and yeah i i know with the power play okay you just pulled d'angelo out of the lineup no telling if he'll even come back in so you know i get that okay you know you're gonna then you shuffle you know some stuff around you know with him coming out okay fine sure but it's just painful to watch sometimes and yeah, they're able to create you know, some good chances, which is great. But you need to capitalize on the chances, which is something they struggle to do sometimes. Again, I do want to go back to this. You know, when I say they're struggling to capitalize, you had 43 shots on goal. The Islanders had 16. The Islanders won. All right. All right. You need to capitalize a bit more. Yeah, and again, kudos to Islanders for taking advantage of the opportunities that they're given. Kudos to their goalie for stopping as many freaking shots as he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, Varlamov, yeah, he, yeah, uh, it was a 0.907 save percentage, goals allowed of 3.82 in the game. Yeah, kudos to him. Yeah, he, he had to, he had to work for his paycheck last night, uh, and you know he got it. But I think you know the Hurricanes, you know as far as you know their next game, they got to tighten up big time. Uh, and we're gonna dive into uh, the Hurricanes' next game and what's next for them right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. You know, Sebastian Ajo could score 50 goals. The Hurricanes could hoist the Stanley Cup, and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Now, what players, you know, do you think uh, you would take, you know, to win a hundred times your money? What do you or your friends, you know, think, you know, you got so many things, you know, to consider with doing this. And the thing is, you're not just limited to the NHL. You can also play daily fantasy for the NFL, the NBA, MLB, and college football all on sleeper. All you have to do is pick, whether studs like you know, Sebastian Ajo, Andrei Svechnikov, or guys on other teams, you know, like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McKinnon, whoever, uh, will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, plus, minus, and more in a given game. And that goes for all the other stuff we talked about as well. NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, all of that stuff. There's so many opportunities here with sleeper for you so to win a hundred times bet on sleeper you need to co correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats you heard me canes fans you can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper so start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big use promo code locked on nhl and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply that's code locked on nhl 
L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and location availability. Now, getting back to the Hurricanes and as far as what's next for them, they are, they are practicing today, and you know, I do hope that uh, they do work on their special teams and tightening up defensively and practice today. If well, I think it may have wrapped by now, but I really hope that that was something they worked on today because I think that that's that's their biggest issue right now. If they can just tighten up defensively, I think you know the other stuff will come. The offense will come. Guys are going to get their confidence back and they'll be able to get things put together there. But you know if you your defense is looking like Swiss cheese, you know you're not really going to be doing a whole heck of a lot. But if they can do that, I think they'll be okay. Uh and then uh, they have Buffalo on Saturday tomorrow uh, at home, and it will be the Hurricanes' final home game before they go out west for uh, two weeks. And you know we're going to look at their schedule briefly, you know, just to kind of see you know, what we're going to be looking at with them. Uh, and you know, again, Buffalo uh, tomorrow. Then you have. Uh, Winnipeg on the 6th, Edmonton on the 7th, Calgary on the 9th, Vancouver on the 12th, Ottawa on the 14th. So, you know, they're going to have, uh, you know, a good long road trip. And I, we've talked about this before, you know, kind of how they always have that long early season road trip on the West coast because of the North Carolina state fair. And it, you know, sometimes feels like, yeah, that's a good way for them to start to gel and mesh because you're on such a long road trip. You got to, and it feels like that can be you know, a time where, you know, they really start you know, to mesh things together. And I think that, you know, this road trip coming up can definitely help them with that, with their, big Canadian road trip that they do around this time every year. So I think that, you know, that can potentially be something to help them out. Uh, you know, even if it's, you know, a game where, okay, they don't necessarily win the game, but it was one where there's some stuff to build off of, gain some confidence and, you know, have have stuff to build off of. I think that that's going to be really key here uh, for this next stretch that they're going through. Just have stuff to build off of. You know, obviously, yes, we want the wins. You know, they're currently sitting at 13, 8, and 1 on the season now. You know, so, you know, obviously above 500, that's great. Again, you know, for the first time, you know, forever, you know, they are under 500 earlier this year uh but i think that this this uh road trip coming out that can be something that they can build off of i really really do we'll see what happens uh but i think tightening up defensively is going to be big for you know really just the foreseeable future not just the next game not just the road trip if they're able to do that they'll be okay uh but yeah, I think that if they continue to have the consistency problems that they're having, if they are 
continuing to just make the mistakes that they're making and careless mistakes too. Like too many men, you know, like that, that, that's one really, uh, not, that's not one that they typically make. So yeah, that, that was a little fresh. That was definitely an eye rolling one for sure. Um, but I think that they have, that's my main thing going forward with them into the Buffalo game, into the road trip, just have games that you can build off of, you know, you get the win. Awesome. Fantastic. Always going to love that, but just have stuff that you can build off of show improvement in the areas that we're talking about in your special teams in uh, your defense holding together. Yeah. I, I said earlier, I think D'Angelo coming out of the lineup, De Chatfield going back in was a great first step in that because we all know D'Angelo sucks defensively. He absolutely sucks. And is a traffic cone out there and is basically, Oh, he's going to allow at least one goal tonight. You know, so getting him out of the lineup, lineup I think, was a good first step. I know, again, you know, folks are still wanting him in you know, because of his offensive capabilities. Okay, fine, whatever. He wasn't really putting that together either, in my opinion. He was not looking like you know, he did in his first stint here, where it's like, oh, you know, he's setting this record or whatever. It's not the case. And he doesn't have, you know, Jacob Slavin to cover for him now. He's paired with Dmitry Orlov, and that pairing was god-awful and atrocious. So let's not put that back together. I think they they got what they need right now defensively. So don't don't screw that up. That would be taking a step back. Tighten up defensively. Have games that you can build off of. That's That's my big thing for this weekend. And for this road trip coming up, they can do that. They'll be all right. But at the end of the day, they lost in overtime to the Islanders 5-4 again. They're able to get a point, uh, which is good. Uh, we're going to take a quick look uh, before we go just to see where the Hurricanes are at in the standings. You know, it's been a minute since I looked, really. Uh, currently sitting at second in the Metro at 22 games played, 13, 8, and 1. And like I said, in 27 points, only the New York Rangers are ahead of them. Uh, Rangers, 21 games played at 16, 4, and 1, 33 points. Now, in terms of the league, the Hurricanes are currently sitting at 11th in the league. Uh, feels like it's been a while since they've been out of the uh, top 10. Uh, but they have... The Red Wings, Maple Leaf, Stars, Kings, Panthers, Canucks, Avalanche, Bruins, Rangers, and reigning champ Golden Knights all ahead of them. Again, I think the Hurricanes, they can they can put it together. They just, again, take care of your mistakes, tighten up defensively, have games that you can build off of. Cannot stress that enough. They do that, I think they'll be all right. But... They really got to work on that. They do that. We're going to have more positive episodes, folks. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we just got to wait for these next games to come around. Again, Buffalo tomorrow. Hopefully, we're going to be coming away with a win in that one. But we'll talk about that when it happens. So make sure you're following the show along 
at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And as always, folks, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Friday afternoon. And let's go Canes.